0: Praise Jesus, hallelujah. How are you doing? We thank God for bringing us to uh, to the end of the second month of uh, 2023. Days are moving so fast, you can't imagine. Two months are already over. But uh, we thank God so much. We appreciate him because he has not abandoned us. He's with us. And uh, As we come to the end of this month, we are coming to the beginning of the next month, month of March. And uh, this is the time that we have concerted um, prayer and fasting corporately, even as a church and um, as uh, all the districts in Nairobi. We call on the name of the Lord concerning our nation, concerning his church and uh, our lives. As a whole, And so I want to welcome you to this week of prayer and fasting starting today, Monday, um, all the way to the end of the week. We culminate with a solemn assembly on Saturday and uh, that will be at Agro House in the city center, Nairobi City uh, next to Gill House from nine to one o'clock. That will be on the second floor. And uh, so we know what the theme has been for this year, and we'll continue running uh, Divine Enlargement through Outreach. And we want to continue trusting God to lead us and to guide us by his Holy Spirit, not only in prayer, but also in action. And so this, the topic for this week is God's Desire god's desire but our theme remains divine enlargement through outreach. and so before we continue could we pray together our father and our god in jesus mighty name we are grateful this morning for the way you have been with us we thank you oh god for your faithfulness indeed you do not change you have been faithful in the past you are faithful today and you shall continue because that is your character. Help us, oh God, to be like you. Help us to have a character of faithfulness, oh God, that will be faithful to you. We'll be faithful to your word, oh God, and we'll be faithful to one another. Hold us by the hand, Almighty God, and lead us on. We desire to know your desire. We desire to walk according to your desire and so help us, oh God, by your Holy Spirit. We bless you and we adore you for we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. My name is Grace Wojambo, and I love the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior. And so this day, um, I want to start us off for this week and um, like we said about the, the theme for this year, we continue reading it, we continue reading, and it will become like a broken record. That's okay. As long as it will be engraved in our hearts. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. Sing, O barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations, and make the desolate cities inhabited. I say Amen. Amen. Indeed, and I'm sure you also say amen to that, that we shall expand to the right and to the left. We shall expand on all directions in Jesus' name. In Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, Matthew 28, 18 to 20 again, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Hallelujah! Praise Jesus. So today, as I said earlier, our topic is God's desire, and uh, one of them lead text uh, for this week is First Timothy, chapter two verse 1 to 6, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 6, I read, Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks, be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires, hear that word, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. I stop at verse 6. And so God's desire, we've just read in this passage, That God, our Savior, desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That is the desire of God. So God has a desire. God has a desire. And for us to walk together with God, then we must know and understand what his desire is. Because even as Amos said in Amos chapter 3, verse 3, can two walk together unless they be agreed. So we cannot walk together with God unless we are able to know what his heart is, to know what his desire is, so that we can join together with him so that we are able to walk together and accomplish his purpose. For us to accomplish the purposes of God, we must know what his heart is or what heart's it's desire is. And I checked out the meaning of the word desire. Mm-hmm. And it says it's a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Or it's a strong feeling that impels to the attainment or possession of something which is within reach. To have a longing for. So we can say that God has... A strong feeling. He has a strong feeling and long uh, 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 and a longing. He has a longing for. He has a longing for. A longing for what? A longing for all men to be saved. A longing for people. All people. His desire is that all people may be saved. And desire stresses the strength of feeling. It's a very strong feeling and often implies strong intention or aim. A strong intention. God's desire is that all men be saved. If you have ever looked at any person and said this is this one is beyond beyond salvation, this one can never be saved. Somebody may have treated you so badly, and you think. Even God can't save this one. God's desire is that all men be saved. In 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, we find uh, some people were thinking that God uh, was taking too long. Was taking too long even to do whatever he, he has desired to do. Uh, or even to come back. Verse 8, let me start at verse 8. 2 Peter 3, verse 8. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. Verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing or not desiring that any should perish, but but that all should come to repentance. God's desire is that no one should perish, but that all, and underline that word, all, that is God's desire. Some people say that God, who wants only to save some people and not others. He may know who will get saved. He may know who will come to repentance. But it is because of the person's choice. If you choose to get born again, you will be because God, uh, the power of salvation is there, it's available. But if you choose not to, God cannot force anybody and so his desire is that all should come to repentance and when he died on the cross Christ Jesus he did not die for a quarter of the world he died for all he died for everybody he died for your neighbor he died for that colleague that is so difficult that boss that is impossible God died Jesus excuse me Jesus died even for that uh, person, that you may think that they are too bad uh, to, to be saved. And so, God's desire, he's, he, he, he has his long suffering toward us. He suffers long. It looks like he's taking too long to, to come back, you know. Uh, when is Jesus coming? We've been told from 2000 years ago and more, that Jesus is coming soon, He's still coming, and He's still coming soon. We have just read that one day is like a thousand years, or a thousand years are like one day to Him. But but He is like delaying coming back to give people more opportunities to get born again, people to get an opportunity to change. Yeah. Um, he is always desiring, always willing to save, but man is not always willing to be saved. And so he gives time, he gives people the opportunity to get born again, to repent, to come to the knowledge of the Savior, Jesus Christ. And so it is not that he does not fulfill his promise. It's just that he is very patient very patient. and so because we have uh, in the in the in the um, definition we said that desire stresses the strength of feeling and often implies strong intention or in so god's intention to save man he has done something about it that's why we read in john 3:16 that he loved god for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. yeah. He did that. So that uh, our part, that who, whosoever believes in him, that is our part. Yeah, Our part is believing. Whoever believes in him should not perish. Now, this is God's desire. His heart's desire is that nobody should perish that nobody should perish, but that all would have eternal life. That is God's desire. And it is explicit. It's written in the word many, many times. That is his desire. And he has done something about it. He didn't just sit back on a rocking chair and say, I desire that all may be saved. No, he acted upon it. And he sent his only begotten son. God's desire is that all may come to the knowledge of his of his son Jesus Christ. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 25, 2 Timothy chapter 2, let me start from verse 24. It says, "And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel." This is uh, Paul was writing to Timothy and saying, "A servant of the Lord, must not quarrel but be gentle to all able to teach patient verse 25 in humility correcting those who are in opposition if god perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth that god that if god perhaps will grant them repentance it is god who grants us repentance that leads the knowledge of the truth. So it is God's desire and it is God who gives. He gives or he grants repentance for those who come to him, those who who believe in their hearts uh, that Jesus is the only savior, that only Jesus can save them. And so we have said so much about God's desire. We find Uh, Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul had so picked the desire of God that he made it his own desire. That it is so much engraved in him that he picks it up and decides as God's desire, God's desire must become my desire. And so we read in Romans chapter 10 in verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 10, verse 1 and 2 says, brethren, my heart's desire, this is now Paul writing, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Where did he get that desire from? He got it from God. He 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 picked the heartbeat of God, and he realized the heartbeat of God is the salvation of of Israel, and so he says, "This is now my heart's desire, and it is my prayer to God." And as I desire it, I pray it to God. And you can imagine, he was praying uh, according to the desire of God. And so this is a, This is the kind of prayers that God desires to hear, because they, they are the prayers that he answers prayers that are prayed in accordance to his heart in accordance to his desire the desire of his own heart so Paul says my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved verse 2 says for I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God but not according to knowledge he observed. Of course, he was a Jew. He was an Israelite himself, and he observed and he saw. This, my brethren, they have a zeal for God. They knew about the law and 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 all the uh, the practices that, uh, that they had been taught, you know. And they were zealous for those things, They're zealous for God, but not in accordance to knowledge. Because he had come to know about God's righteousness. It was the righteousness from Jesus Christ, but not in accordance to the law. And so he was realizing these people, although they are zealous, but they are zealous in ignorance. Somebody said, You can be so right that you are, the traffic lights are green for you, and yet there's somebody who is who has jumped the lights that if you continue moving, yeah, and driving through the green light, you'll be crushed by the person who has uh, uh, jumped the, uh, the red lights. But you decide the lights are green for me. So I am, it is uh, my my right, you know, to, to move. You will be so right, but you can become dead right. You can be crushed and killed, by that driver who has jumped the lights. But if you, if, and in as much as you notice, that this, it is your right to move because the lights are green for you, the traffic lights are green for you, but you, you're cautious and you're observant, you're observant, so you will notice the vehicle that has jumped the lights that would come and crush you if you continued Let it go, because you don't know what uh, is in the heart of that person. Maybe they are suicidal or they are murderers, you know, and you don't want to be in their way. So let them pass and you continue um, in safety. So don't be too right that you can become dead right. Be sensitive, you know, be observant to the things around you. And so... These people were so zealous for God, but not in accordance to knowledge. Uh, Paul says, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. Yeah. So they were following their own righteousness, not submitting to the righteousness of God, which is in Christ Jesus. What are we saying? We are saying that Paul picked the heart of God and made it his own heart. And he desired to to pray the prayer that was according to God's heart. My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Would you say the same? Would you look at your people and would you look at your family? Would you look at... um, at uh, your brothers and sisters, your friends, and say in your heart that my heart's desire and prayer to God for my family, for my friends, is that they may be saved. Oh, that God would give us such a desire that would grasp the heart of God and make it our own, that God would change our hearts and give us his own heart. We open our hearts to God to be transformed, to have his desire. In Genesis chapter 30 and verse 1, we we find Rachel. Rachel had a desire, but her desire was a natural one. She desired to have children. She she had uh, observed and had seen that her co-wife was also her sister, Leah, was having children, one child after another, child after another. And you know, a child comes after nine months of carrying. So by the time Leah is having a second and a third and a fourth child, how many years are those? They could be, you know, there were several years. And every year, leave alone year, every month she would be hoping to, to conceive nothing. Every month she would hope to conceive. That happening year in year out she became desperate she was so desperate that uh, she became even envious of her sister and turned to her husband in desperation and told him give me children or else I die she was ready I mean she was feeling like if I don't have children let me die I'm not worth living without children especially when her sister Leah was having children, uh, child after child. And, and of course, Jacob was not happy with her. He rebuked her. And he was saying, am I in the place of God You know, to give you children? Uh, but what we find in, in verse 22, still in Genesis chapter 13, verse 22, we find that then God remembered Rachel. At a certain time, God remembered Rachel And opened her womb, and she conceived and bore a son. And she said, God has taken away my reproach. As Rachel was desperate for a child or for children, natural natural children, oh, that God would cause us to have such a heart, a heart of desperation, that we will cry to God, and tell God, oh, I desire to have children. I desire to have uh, spiritual children. I desire that uh, my, the, the people I am witnessing to get saved. Oh, God, won't you save them? Won't you grant them salvation? You know, and like um, uh, second, I think it's second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 that talks about that the God of this world has blinded the, the, the hearts of the unbelievers that then you add in the prayer and you say oh god won't you open their eyes that they may be able to see the salvation of our lord jesus christ and so may the heart desire of god be our desire may it be our desire god works with those after his own heart he works with those people who have a desire like him. In First Samuel chapter 13 and verse 14, we find uh, the, the prophet Samuel was telling uh, King Saul that the Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. Of course, uh, Samuel was talking about David, that, that God had sought for himself a man after his own heart god seeks after people who have a heart like his who have a desire like his oh, all that god would find you would find me a people who have desires like him you know so what is his desire even today that we have been reading about the, uh, the days past his desire is still the same his desire is the same—the salvation of many, even as Joseph was telling his brothers in Genesis fifty verse twenty—that uh, uh, their intention, the intentions of his brothers, were, were it was ill, was evil. They wanted to destroy Joseph, but God meant it for good, to save many people alive. Even as God was. Uh, God's desire was to save many people then when he sent Joseph, when he saved Joseph from Pharaoh, from from death and all those things. That even today, God's desire, God means good for everyone that they may be saved. Amen. So throughout the Bible, we find this, that God's heart, God's desire is The salvation of him. What is your desire? Many times we are distracted by the things around us. We are distracted by our needs. We are distracted by our pains, our sorrows. You know, things around me, I and myself. But what should be our priority? Our priority is to, to know God's desire, to do God's desire. And so this week, I plead with you to be keen listen in listen in and hear what is the desire of god even for us and even this week i was i was uh, very perturbed um this uh, ending week the last week when uh, i heard the, and i read that the supreme court uh, ruling on 24th concerning gazing it says that the ruling said that despite gazing being illegal in Kenya, that they have a right of association. That that was the ruling of the Supreme Court in Kenya. Christian nation, oh God, what how ridiculous this ruling is. Contradictory, unbelievable. You can't believe that we have Christians among even the the Supreme Court judges. But what is God's heart's desire? is the salvation of all. Salvation of those judges, salvation of those who are calling themselves gays, salvation of those who are pushing even for these evils in our nation, you can tell there is a push from a certain quarter, And for those who are accepting, who are bowing, in whatever has been done to them uh, to allow for such things, that God's desire is the salvation of all these people. Because when he saves, he delivers from all the power of sin. So what are you facing? Seek God's desire for the same. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you so much this morning and we thank you for this week, oh God, and we dedicate it to you, oh Lord Jesus, that you may give us the strength to go through this week of prayer and fasting. We pray, O God, that you may touch our hearts, transform our hearts, O God, that our hearts may be like your heart, even as we have read and as we continue throughout this week, that to know the desire of God, to know God's desire, we pray that this day, like you did for Paul, you do it for us, that we will have the desire of God that we will desire the salvation of all the people that we know and so we will not uh, uh, um, uh, we will not uh, uh, relax we will tell them we will tell them again and again that this is the desire of God that you may be saved Oh God of heaven forgive us where our desires have been about ourselves concerning our own lives and our uh, uh, just us, oh God, forgive us for our selfishness. And we pray that you will help us from this day forward throughout this week and the weeks to come, that we will be changed, oh God, that we will have the desire of God and that we will walk in your ways, that we will fulfill your purpose, oh God, in the, in the name of Jesus that our prayers will be in accordance to your purpose, O God, that you may be exalted, that you may be glorified, O God. Bless your people, our Father, we pray. Meet them at the point of their need and cause their priorities to be right today, every day this week, and all the days of their lives. We give you the honor and the glory, for we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you.